The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advice offered through Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio Show. Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management has offices in Bend, Eugene, and John Day, serving clients from all over the Northwest. Give us a call today for your free retirement review. Now, back to the show. Thanks for joining us uh, this weekend on Financial Focus Radio. We appreciate you spending some of your time with us. Uh, as a diversified investor, you have... Uh, no ability to control the timing or magnitude of returns in the market. Put simply, they will be what they will be. What you can control are your habits and your behaviors. And so uh, one of the things that makes the most successful investors so successful is how they are able to control their temperament and do the hardest things when it's really hard to do, right? So when there's blood in the streets, they sort of march in and, and, and you know here's the reality about the human brain uh our brains evolved such that there's that little amygdala part of our brain in the back the caveman part of our brain in the back that says when a saber-toothed cat is chasing a group of people let's say there's 15 people in the group you just have to be faster than 14 of them but you got to run in the same direction so the saber-toothed cat doesn't doesn't uh single you out and then the the you know Piggy in the back gets gets eaten by the saber-toothed cat, and that's just what we call, uh, you know, Darwin, uh, theory of evolution. And so, uh, our brains haven't really evolved from that state. And and the problem is, is the stock market can feel like the saber-toothed cat sometimes, and you want to run in the same direction as everybody else on uh, out the door. Um, but the reality is, in the stock market, uh, you need to be a little bit more evolved and say. When everybody's running this direction, I'm going to run the other direction. And uh, historically, that has you know served the best investors in the history really quite well. My read on sentiment is that we are 100% greed at this point. Yeah, full greed right now. Yeah. With a little leverage. Uh, and I, there's another analogy I like to make. Um, I used to be able to make about my dog, but he's getting really old. And so he, he can't do this anymore. Uh, but remember, the ultimate driver of stock prices is what, Mr. Finelli? Earnings. Yeah. So over time, a co any company, whether it's public or not, uh, is going to be worth more if they're growing earnings. That's just sort of the simple math of any company is that over time, it'll gr the value of a business grows ba based on its earnings growing. Um, and so the metaphor I like to use as it relates to the stock market and stock prices is let's say Josh takes his dog, Rosie, for a walk in Drake Park. And Josh happens to have a leash that's 30 feet long. So Josh is walking along. Uh, the path in Drake Park there uh, at an even pace, not really going uh, you know, too fast. And his dog is whipping all over the place, getting his smells and you know, taking a dump and doing all the things that dogs do on a 30-foot leash. But he's running all over the place. Uh, but what happens is at the end of the trail, Josh and the dog get to the same place, right? So the dog is the stock price, but Josh is the underlying value of the business, right? And so... That's going to happen uh, for stocks over time is that in the, you know, the stock prices are Josh's dog. They're running all over the place for no real rhyme or reason, right? Like dogs aren't real smart. And so they run all over the place for who knows what reason. Um, and that's sort of stock prices because it's based on human psychology. But at the end of the day, Josh and his dog get to the same place. And so when you think about investing, think about your buying earnings in the future. Do you believe Amazon, Costco, NVIDIA, Coca-Cola, Nike, do you believe those great companies are going to make more money in the future than they do today? Guess what? The stock price will go higher if you believe that. If you don't believe that, don't buy stocks, I guess. All right. Uh, one of the things that we like to talk about uh, is what we, some of the investments that we uh, have our clients' money in and, are, of course, our own money because we invest alongside our clients. 
problem. But one of the themes in our portfolio, it's not, it's not a theme that we make for a total portfolio, it's just one of the securities that make, makes it into our portfolio, um, is something called dividend investing, right? And so uh, when you think about the long-term returns from the stock market, uh, historically, really, uh, prior to, say, 1970, a big part of the returns from stocks came from dividends. In fact, if you ask my grandfather, who's still not, he's not alive anymore, but he would have never bought a stock if it didn't pay a dividend. And historically, dividends on stocks were were similar to the yield on bonds. There weren't this huge disparity. You know, the yield in the S&P right now is sub 2%. Uh, but, you know, you go back 75, 80 years, and the S&P 500 yielded a lot more. And so, you know, I don't know when, if, if, you know, when they changed the tax rules on how dividends were taxed, uh, obviously that had an impact on, on the the sort of makeup of how securities pay. They, they're just, it's better for them to buy their stock back than pay a dividend from a tax perspective. Um, but maybe the tax laws will change. Well, I know the tax laws will change. I just don't know how. Um, and so, you know, one of the things, you know, you've heard about the dividend aristocrats. These are companies that have raised their dividend every single year for at least 25 years. Um, and, and so, Historically, these are what we think of as more boring old line businesses. Uh, and so the, the exchange traded fund that we use uh, in our portfolios, client portfolios, uh, to get dividend investing exposure is the Schwab U.S. Dividend Equity ETF. The symbol is S and Sam CHD, SCHD. Um, and so, for example, and, and, you know, there's 104 names in the portfolio. Um, but they're they're what we would think of historically as more boring, predictable businesses. Um, and so as a retiree, uh, a lot of you still need know you need to own um, stocks to get that diver- to get that uh, inflation protection over time. But maybe you want a stock uh, portfolio that is a little bit less volatile um, and a little more predictable over time. And it also comes with that yield. And so when you think about the na- here, are the names in the some of the names in the portfolio. Uh, names like Avi, Merck, Amgen, Home Depot, Chevron, Coke, Pepsi, Pfizer, uh, UPS, ADP, you know, uh, great businesses, not, not to say they're not unbelievably great businesses, but they're really growing, growing at slow rates, predictable rates. They're predictable businesses, predictably free, free cash flow. Uh, and so for a lot of you, it's like, you know what? I don't want to chase the NVIDIAs. I don't want to chase the Amazons. I want more predictable uh a more predictable portfolio. And so we're not saying that this should be the focus of your retirement in, you know, portfolio. Um, but for a lot of you, like the dividend yield on this is like 3.58%. And so, you know, if you have a big enough retirement portfolio, let's say you have a $10 million retirement portfolio, um, obviously this thing can generate quite a bit of income without you ever having to touch the principal. And so for a lot of you, you like the idea of having money in stocks where you're just taking the dividend off of, it, it's as Bill Moore who started our business says, you're just drinking the milk from the cow, but you're not butchering the cow to eat the meat. <laughs> That's how he described the whole, it. The whole dividend investing point, you know, there's a big discussion within the industry whether or not we're at this inflection point and uh, Facebook declaring a dividend, which was a total surprise to the market, uh, is sort of, I think, emblematic of that trend. Are these tech companies, as they mature, going to start returning cash to shareholders in the form of a dividend? I think that will buy back, buy back versus dividend question and whether or not you see political action uh, to you know, sort of discourage buybacks, I think maybe the catalyst for additional dividend uh, returns to stockholders via dividends, but that I think is you know the big open question is what ultimately Congress or if there's continued pressure against management company management still opting to do buybacks in lieu of dividends. Yeah, so you know the other thing dividends can do is they can smooth out returns. They, you know, they they're if you're reinvesting your dividends, you know, and you're not able to put more money in your investment accounts every time that every quarter when these things pay dividends, you're buying more shares, and that compounding of those more shares, uh, even when markets are sideways, uh, can be a real benefit. So you know the. Right now, there's not really a focus uh, from these companies uh, because if you're a CEO and you have to make capital allocation decisions and, you know, you owe that free cash flow, you have to decide what are we going to do with this? Are we going to spend this on R&D? Are we going to buy our stock back? Are we going to pay a dividend? You know, what retire debt? What are we going to do with this incremental extra cash we have? Um, and, you know, the, the ones that 
uh, have historically, you know, those dividend aristocrat names uh, have a really good long-term stock market track record. Um, and these are generally the names that are not going to blow up your portfolio. We would just tell you instead of buying the individual stocks, do it with an index and exchange-traded fund. Again, the one we use is the uh, SCHD um, because you get a broad, diversified portfolio of these names and you're not having to pick winners. Yeah, your yield might be a little bit lower than if you pick an individual one, but then you're also not buying that individual name that could potentially blow up on you. All right, if you'd like to take one of us up on a free retirement review, we'll give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, give our office a call to get one of those scheduled. The number here is 800-743-0988, or you can always email us if you go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Only one accounting firm in Oregon was named one of the 50 best of the best public accounting firms in the nation in 2022. That firm is Kernet Stokes. Kernet Stokes specializes in industries prevalent in Oregon. Their Bend office is backed by more than 80 employees in Oregon and more than 75 years of service. Kernet Stokes has the resources and expertise you'd expect from a big four accounting firm with the personalized care of our trusted team here in Bend. Expect more from your CPA. Get more with Kernet Stokes. More at KernetStokes.com. We live in a high desert wonderland. And you like to be outside. The Ben Factory stores have what you need. For the Central Oregon outdoor lifestyle. Make a bold statement and save up to 70% every day. Over 20 famous brand names like Columbia, Nike, and Pendleton. And locals like Learning Express Toys, Runway Fashion Exchange, and Cascade Mattress and Bedroom Furniture. Shop with nothing in mind and find exactly what you wanted. Great buys that reflect your personality. Drop by Play It Again Sports. They offer new and used ski and snowboard gear. Receive bonus buys on trade-ins of used ski gear toward the purchase of new gear. Play It Again Sports has a great selection of quality used hockey gear. Get the gear you need for your winter sports season at Play It Again Sports. Next to Maurice's at the Bend Factory Stores. Smart shoppers start at the Bend Factory Stores. South Highway 97. Because everyone needs an outlet. Hunting for a new place to live in Bend? Want amenities like a modern kitchen, attached garage, washer dryer? Put Alpine Meadows Townhomes on your list of places to see. Alpine Meadows Townhomes, quiet and affordable. With one, two, or three bedroom floor plans, you'll find the space you want and call it home. Alpine Meadows Townhomes. See them online, then call for a personal showing. 541-330-0719. Conveniently located on Northeast 6th in Bend. When you think about family and home, hopefully it brings back some wonderful memories. That's what Mountain Glen Apartments are all about, making new memories for your family. When you call Mountain Glen home, you'll enjoy a modern designer kitchen with plenty of counter space and storage. Choose from one, two, or three-bedroom homes on the corner of Butler Market and Boyd Acres Road. Mountain Glen, where memories are made. Find them online, Mountain Glen Apartments. Then call for a personal showing, 541-383-9313. Are you on a weight loss journey and looking for a jump start? At Bend Laser Lipo, you can lose two inches in 32 minutes or it's free. The only FDA cleared device for immediate fat loss and skin tightening. Proven 100% effective in clinical trials, patients lost an average of three and a half inches and 1.6 liters of fat in only one hour. Immediate fat loss, no pain, no downtime. So get started today for the body you desire at OregonLaserLipo.com. Financial Focus Radio Show is online all the time. 
via iTunes, Spotify, and Spreaker. Catch past shows online or by finding us on iTunes. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. If you want to sign up for our e-newsletter, go to our website. Josh and I do a short video in the middle and end of every month where we talk about what's going on in the capital markets and how that affects your money. But you don't have to be a client to get added to the e-newsletter list, and it's the only thing that we'll send you. Uh, our website is northwestquadrantwealth.com. A little box will pop up. You put your info in there, and that's uh, all that we'll send you. So this falls under the title, Why Even Cut Rates? With the gap between the inflation number, CPI, and the 2% uh, rate that the Fed said they want inflation to be at, widening again in January, uh, instead of asking the Federal Reserve when they'll cut rates, the much better question, I think, is why would you be cutting rates? Uh, well, the Federal Reserve is never going to admit to this. The answer to that question probably lies in the country's deteriorating f fiscal situation. The U.S. national debt continues to grow at a rapid pace. With the deficit, of, uh, with a deficit of over 1.7 million dollar, 1.7 trillion, sorry, last just last year, uh, an increasing portion of the new borrowing is going towards interest payments on that debt. Uh, last year, interest payments on our national debt were 979 billion dollars. There seems to be little appetite in good old Washington D.C. to do anything about this problem. I don't even know that they even think it's a problem which also obviously puts increasing pressure on the Fed to lower rates. And so this is what, you know, I guess Josh and I, it's the secret that we know about, but it's not really a secret, right, is that, you know, how can we have structurally higher rates? How could, how could we have a tenure that yields 7% if that's what the economy called for when we have 35, approaching $35 trillion in debt? Because then the biggest line item in the government – uh, budget is going to be just paying interest, not paying any principal down, just paying interest. And so, you know, this isn't a problem until it is. And so you, you think back about during the global financial crisis and everything matters about counterparty risk, right? When you're trading with, with somebody. So a lot of countries uh, and entities trade with the United States and it's everything's fine. We're the reserve currency of the world. The debt's not a problem. But uh, go back and, and Bear Stearns was a 240, 250-year-old investment bank. Uh, Lehman Brothers, you know, long-storied uh, time on Wall Street. Uh, those businesses literally went away. Bear Stearns went away in three days because at, at some point their counterparties at Bear Stearns with Bear Stearns said, you know what, we're not doing any more deals or trades with you. We want, we're going to do margin calls. And so literally they went from this giant institution to insolvent in three days. And so, you know, markets go up a lot slower than they go down. Uh, they go down really quickly. Uh, and so you have to be very careful in the United States. And, and, you know, these people in Washington, this has to matter at some point. Uh, hopefully the bond market forces their hand, but there could be some pain on the horizon. Like when I think about the biggest concerns I have about the capital markets and the U.S. economy, this is the biggest one. All these other things to me are noise. You know, they're temporary short-term things that can be dealt with. But this is the big one, especially since I have two kids. Josh has two kids. Like, this is something that is uh, going to be a problem out there in the future. Um, uh, and then before we, you know, there was this big push. Everybody was going to own an electric vehicle. Tesla was going to take over the world. You know, and, and every, uh, every car uh, by 2030 was going to be electric. And so what's happening right now um, is the shift is going away from pure electric vehicles to hybrids. Um, and so what's happening right now, the available inventory of electric vehicles is higher than the uh, inventory of gas or hybrid vehicles. Uh, a lot of dealers now are starting to sell their electric vehicles at a loss. Uh, other concerns, um, the consumers have become reluctant certainly to pay a premium for these electric vehicles. Lower price hybrids, on the other hand, are much more popular. Uh, Toyota certainly has benefited from that trend. Uh, over the last 12 months, Toyota's stock is up 65%, while Tesla's stock is down 4%. Uh, so, uh, you know, again, I think we talked about this a lot in the past. Uh, Tesla, at the end of the day, is a car company, and the car business is awful. Uh, and so, uh, you know, Toyota is much better at making cars that consumers want uh, than Tesla is. Uh, and so, you know, I think the, the gravity, the laws of gravity are getting applied to the, Tesla. There's a new shiny object. I think that 
ultimately is the biggest issue. Right? What's the new Sony object? NVIDIA. Oh, oh, for investment dollars. Yeah, right. And there's there's the new shiny object, and yeah, but th th this was happening before. The, I mean, you know, people are coming to the realization. I mean, t Tesla's cars cost half as much as they did three years ago. So the realization that it's a car company, yeah, Nvidia is a chip maker, and that for, it's a distributed energy company per, yeah. per the bulls. But you know, a three year trailing number of negative twenty percent. Granted, it's just you know a lot of the, all of the new money essentially in the last three years is lost. It's a, dis it's a distributed destroyer of capital. <laughs> <laughs> but the, because of the new shiny object thing, right? And that's uh, it's the, the same dynamic. You know, it's just over and over and over again. It always happens. Okay, so um, in this segment, we, we're going to talk a little bit about how, if you want to, how to roll over your 401k, uh, old 401k or 403b at work, so a retirement plan at work. And, but before we tell you, assuming this is where you get, you get to the decision you want to make that, we have to tell you, and the SEC wants us to tell you, and this is important, that you have choices. You can certainly leave your old 401k or 403b where it is. You do not have to roll it out. Uh, I think in a lot of plan documents, they have rules about if you have under $5,000 or less, we're going to move it out, or $1,000 or less, we're going to move it out and send you a check. So those, there are some rules around plan docs uh, that, that force your money out if you have a, a low balance. Uh, but if you, you know, you're not, you don't fall under that, you, and you retire or you leave a, a work, you can certainly leave the money in the plan. That is definitely an option. This is for only people that want to roll the money out. Um, th this is, we, we thought we'd talk a little bit about how you go about doing it. So the first thing I'll tell you is that, um, you know, one of the important things to understand is the reason I rolled my money out of my 401k. And even though I was, have always been uh, since college in the uh, investment business is that, you know, inside of a 401k, there's 20 or 25 options, and I didn't always think they were the best for me. So when I rolled my money into my IRA at my custodian, I then had the limited options on where I could invest my money so I could invest in what I thought was the most, appro most appropriate for me, not what my plan administrator uh, thought. Um, so, so that's what you have to decide is like, do I think I'm going to have better investment choices if I roll this money into an IRA that I control or my advisor controls, or do I think the investment choices in my 401k are, are, are adequate? And, you know, that, that's something I can't tell you, but if you come to the conclusion that I do want to roll it into my IRA, um, the next thing you have to do is if you don't have a an advisor or uh, an outside account, you have to figure out which uh, IRA provider uh, custodian is going to work best for you. You know, Josh and I always talk about the big ones uh, being Schwab, Fidelity, and Vanguard. Probably Schwab or Fidelity is going to be probably your best options because uh, they're very helpful and they do this all the time. Or you can hire a, an investment advisory firm like us uh, to help you do it. Of course, you're going to have to pay us to do that. Um, and then you know, you have to decide, okay, if it's traditional IRA, make sure you move that money from a, if it's traditional 401k, make sure it goes from traditional 401k to traditional IRA. If it's a Roth 401k, make sure it goes from the Roth 401k to the Roth IRA. And so, uh, you know, again, you have to determine if it makes sense for you. Uh, but in a lot of cases, rolling that money out, either self-directing or having an advisor help you do it, uh, you're going to have more choices uh, and, and sort of you know, better be able to manage your money for your situation. All right. If you have a question or a comment for the show, you can always give us a call. The number here is 877-670-7117. Or you can email us if you go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Uh, when we come back, you know, we're big indexers, but not all, not all index funds and exchange-traded funds are the same. So stick around. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on YouTube or NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com.
Highline Homes knows that when it comes to building a custom stick-built home for you and your family, there's a lot that goes into that decision. Deborah, how did you choose Highline for your home? Highline had better plans, better prices. Once I called them, they just made it so easy to make it fit what I wanted. Well, as we said, building a Highline home from the ground up on your dream property is a big decision. One thing about Highline, they built a lot here. That was one of the selling points, I think, that they did so much in this area. They knew the area. We always say that Highline Homes is with you every step of the way through the building process, and that's true. It was great. They walked me through everything, the plans and then picking out all the options that I could go through. Uh, they were just extremely helpful. Um, they didn't push. They didn't let me take my time. You know, it was it was really nice. Always great to hear, Deborah. Congrats on your brand new Highline home. And if you want to see floor plans, virtual tours and more, go to HighlineHomes.com. Oregon CCB 181069. Highline Homes. On your lot on time, Bill Wright. Hey, there's a lot of cool stuff out here. Where are you? In Wilson's Furniture Warehouse. There's too much stuff. One of a kind, discontinued models, and old furniture friends. Looks like we need to sell our furniture and mattress floor models to make room for the new 2024 products. Well, why don't we offer up the sweetest deals of the year and empty the place out? Perfect. The clearance sale is on at Wilson's of Redmond. Save big bucks on mattresses, sofas, love seats, sectionals, and recliners. Cocktail tables, end tables, over 700 accessories, up to 50% off. Wilson's clearance sale is on now. Special financing and always free delivery. See store for details. Inventory is going down, so the sooner you come in, the better selection. Better get in here. At Wilson's of Redmond. Sale ends. February 29th. We've got the furniture and mattress for you. Keeping it local since 1962. Winter may be getting colder. Cold enough for you? But things are heating up at Indian Head Casino. What? What are you talking about? It's Indian Head Casino's $192,000 snow be the money giveaway. Outside seems to be snowing cash in prizes at Indian Head Casino. We've never seen anything like it. Here we go. Win your share of $20,000 every Friday and Saturday. Earn entries now. Plus, there's the $55,000 Snow Me the Keys giveaway, where you can drive away in a brand new Ford F-150 from TS and S4. Drawing Sunday, February 25th. It's Indian Head Casino's $192,000 Snow Me the Money Giveaway. This is quite exciting. Win your share of $20,000 every weekend. And maybe even a new Ford F-150. Cool. Press warm. Win big at Indian Head Casino, where winners play. Total cash prices in January and February. See the players club for details. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-266-9102 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-266-9102. That's 800-266-9102. What do you have to lose? Call 800-266-9102. Again, 800-266-9102. The mission is clear. Give honest, transparent analysis and actionable advice every week. Make sure to connect with us on YouTube and get our twice-monthly e-newsletter. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on uh, Financial Focus Radio. We appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. If you'd like to take one of us up on a free retirement review, uh, one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call the office to get one of those meetings scheduled. The number here is 800-743-0988, or you can go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com, and send us an email. 
So the big brokerage firms think uh, Morgan Stanley, UBS, Merrill Lynch, uh, those are the big ones. I guess like Ameriprise, Edward Jones would be big national firms as well. Uh, they're now uh, pitching uh, to their client base separately managed accounts. Um, and so what is a separately managed account? So, you, you know, you think you hire this person at Merrill Lynch or UBS or one of these, these big firms and you, and you think that that is the person actually managing your money. But in most cases, they are just sort of your relationship manager between you and the firm. Uh, and they're outsourcing that money management to a separately managed account manager, some money manager that works for a different company that has an arrangement with your firm uh, that is quite cozy. I will tell you I've been in those meetings and, and been part of those meetings where uh, these managers uh, are doing whatever they can to get on these platforms because they garner so much uh, <laughs> money. And so I would just be careful, you know, like to us. When there's more people between you and your your money, like everybody's having to get paid, of course. And so just be careful, like the idea that you're going to hire a Merrill Lynch or UBS advisor to then go out and pick a, a money manager. It's like, wait, that seems like a lot of people taken out of your account. Um, as we call them helpers. And so Josh and I are also helpers, but um, you know we're the ones actually managing our, our clients' money. So these separately managed accounts, a lot of you have them. Uh, we just think that that just doesn't make any sense. It's like, what is your advisor doing? Like, when you, you know, like it, it, the they, math doesn't make sense. They pick to us. managers. Yeah, whoopee. <laughs> it's pretty easy to pick the index. That's the last I checked. Um, so Deutsche Bank uh, came out with a study this week looking at the Magnificent Seven. And so, if you've been under a rock, the Magnificent Seven. I don't call them Magnificent, uh, but Apple, Amazon. Alphabet, Google, which is Google, or uh, Meta, which is Facebook, Microsoft, Nvidia, and Tesla. Um, so the, the 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 these companies uh, would just those seven companies uh, would be the second largest stock market by capitalization in the world, second to the United States. So bigger than uh, you know all the other uh, stock markets around the world. Uh, their combined market cap, yeah, second largest, and their revenue. Uh, would put them up there. Just their just the revenue that they generate would put them up there uh, as some of the biggest countries in the world. It's it's. I mean, you know, it is amazing what these companies uh, have done and are and continue to do. I mean, you know, in the history of the world, we haven't seen businesses. I mean, you you look back at uh, Standard Oil. Uh, you know, Rockefeller. You look at some of these these people we think in, in American history as having these giant uh, monopolies, but like <laughs> they're sort of laughable and quaint compared to Apple and and these in these just tech behemoths. And as Josh says, and he's right, they've become this like like in China, they've become this like source of national pride here in the United States. Like, well, it's not so much about pride as it mm, is about it is pride. It, well, certainly pride is. Uh, identity is part of it but it's also like they these entities are becoming what it means to be representative America? of their countries that they come from and you think about like what corporatism will be 25 or 30 years from now and corporate power already has eclipsed government power to a large extent and fast forward a couple decades and when we we were talking about it before the show, but when we have five and ten trillion dollar market cap businesses that dwarf the size, you know, when you think about like a Microsoft is bigger than the German economy, and those kinds of facts, and you fast forward a decade or two, and it's like, wow, these these companies are going to be significant. The people that run them will be significantly more powerful than. Uh, the government officials that they meet with. Yeah, and you know, the last time we had anti serious antitrust was against Microsoft in 2000, and we haven't had any since then. And so, uh, the antitrust laws really sort of aren't designed for these co like these companies and how they operate today. And so, we'll probably have to change some of these antitrust laws. But I, I think something's going to have to be done. You know, the European Union went after Google, um, and, and it's probably why Google doesn't have a, a bit higher premium and higher stock price is that is that sort of regulatory uh, fear. Uh, but at some point, you know, I mean, the power that these companies wield is quite staggering in the history of mankind. So if you listen to our show, you will understand that Josh and I are big indexers. We b believe wholeheartedly that you should, own, as an investor, should own an index fund or ETF. Uh, and we build diversified portfolios, but we use indexes that track, ET that use ETFs that track indexes to build our portfolios. Uh, and so, you know, we went to this, Josh and I went to this um, 
this one day sort of meeting, due diligence meeting, where we uh, listened to this manager called DFA uh, uh, talk about uh, indexing. Not all indexing is the same. So you go back to 1976, John, Jack Bogle, who started Vanguard, ha- starts the first index fund. It tracks the S&P 500. Before that, Wells Fargo uh, started indexing for their institutional clients. But indexing has been around for quite some time. It's now overtaken active money management as the largest share of money that's managed in pooled investments. Um, but not all of these indexes are the same. So, Josh, how many index providers are there, the big ones? So there's uh, S&P, there's CRISPR. Uh, MSCI. MSCI. FTSE. Yeah, so there's, so there's three or four big index providers. And then when you, like Vanguard decides, like for their small cap index fund, they decide which index provider, which, which company that builds the actual index they're going to use. And so like, especially it's in the small cap space, like small cap stocks, there are different index providers that, that have very different um, sort of, I guess, rules around how a stock makes it into their index. And so, you know, you can look at the the uh, S&P 600 or you can look at the Russell 2000. Those are both small cap indexes. And then they never talk about the S&P small cap 600. But they're very different. Yeah. Yeah, like on TV, you never hear about the S&P 600, uh, but it's the index that Josh and I use for one of the index funds that we use in our client portfolios um, for lots of reasons, most of them, mostly them being profitable, having to be profitable to be in the index. But so, you know, like the Russell 2000, and the S&P 500 600, 600 index are, are very different indexes, but they're both small cap indexes and they have different performance. And so understanding that is, is important when you're deciding on the indexes you buy. And, and this is like, you know, the, our industry making things more complicated, of course, but there's certain things that we think you should, uh, should acknowledge when you're buying an index. Uh, is it representative? So if you're trying to buy international developed, is it truly representative of international develop if you're trying to buy small cap is it truly representative of that um is it diversified so like if you're buying an index fund it better be a diversified index fund we, when we buy uh, indexes we're buying broadly diversified indexes of a of a category like mid cap small cap international large cap we, they're definitely uh diversified you know our our large cap index that we use owns 750 stocks uh and so make sure that it is is diversified investable so you know for us our for our client you know we're trading large dollar sums because our clients own the same same thing and so when we trade in and out of something it's many 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 millions you know 50 100 million dollar trades that are are coming in and out of these things and so there has to be enough liquidity where you can get in and out of these things are they transparent? Like, do you really, truly, can you see every single holding in there? Because they have to show you that. Is it low tran- turnover? Like, the, are they not turning the portfolio over very much? And then is it low cost? Remember, this is an index, so a computer theoretically can run it because they're just tracking an index that, that some index provider has created. So it should be ultra low cost. I mean, you know, I mean, there's a lot of free index funds and ETFs out there right now. The other ones that are, you know, we use, use some that are 0.0 three percent so it should be ultra low cost ultra tax efficient transparent diversified and you have to it has to be investable meaning you can get in and out of it easily but i would just tell everybody out there listening like you when you're investing in index funds make sure you understand what index your index fund is tracking they're not all the same and so you have to look at the methodology behind that index to make sure you agree with that index provider's methodology for picking small cap or international or emerging markets. So they're not all the same. I know you you wish they were, and we do too, but they're not the same. All right. If you want to be part of the program, you have a question or comment for us, give us a call 877-670-7117 or email us by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. When we come back, we'll tackle those emails, so stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988.
We live in a high desert wonderland. And you like to be outside. The Ben Factory stores have what you need. For the Central Oregon outdoor lifestyle. Make a bold statement and save up to 70% every day. Over 20 famous brand names like Columbia, Nike, and Pendleton. And locals like Learning Express Toys, Runway Fashion Exchange, and Cascade Mattress and Bedroom Furniture. Shop with nothing in mind and find exactly what you wanted. Great buys that reflect your personality. Tired of wearing the same old things? Want a new look? Runway Fashion Exchange is just the ticket. Their expert buyers will pay you cash for your gently used teen and young adult fashions. And their store is full of great values on the latest styles. Mix and match for a whole new look while you save a bunch of money. Runway Fashion Exchange makes getting a whole new look easy and fun. Smart shoppers start at the Ben Factory stores, South Highway 97. Because everyone needs an outlet. Hunting for a new place to live in Bend? Want amenities like a modern kitchen, attached garage, washer dryer? Put Alpine Meadows Townhomes on your list of places to see. Alpine Meadows Townhomes, quiet and affordable. With one, two, or three bedroom floor plans, you'll find the space you want and call it home. Alpine Meadows Townhomes. See them online, then call for a personal showing. 541-330-0719. Conveniently located on Northeast 6th in Bend. When you think about family and home, hopefully it brings back some wonderful memories. That's what Mountain Glen Apartments are all about, making new memories for your family. When you call Mountain Glen home, you'll enjoy a modern designer kitchen with plenty of counter space and storage. Choose from one, two, or three-bedroom homes on the corner of Butler Market and Boyd Acres Road. Mountain Glen, where memories are made. Find them online, Mountain Glen Apartments. Then call for a personal showing, 541-383-9313. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800 800- 800-266-9102 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-266-9102. That's 800-266-9102. What do you have to lose? Call 800-266-9102. Again, 800-266-9102. Ready to get the most from your checking account? MidOregon's Simply Free Checking is exactly that. A free account, easy access to your money with free credit score and tools to keep you on track. Open a Simply Free Checking account with a chance to win a $250 gift card to a great local dining establishment. One winner at each branch. Stop by one of MidOregon Credit Union's seven convenient branches to try Simply Free Checking. MidOregon Credit Union, founded in and serving Central Oregon since 1957. Good friends, great service. Member NCUA. Get your free retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Call us today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Welcome back. Thanks for sending some of your weekend with us. Uh, for those of you that have kids and grandkids or grandkids, uh, you, you, one of the things I would uh, urge you to do is get this book uh, by a gentleman named John Lim. Uh, you know, financial illiteracy is a problem in the United States, uh, and being financially literate can make a big difference uh, in your life, uh, in your lifetime. Uh, so a guy named John Lim, he's an actual doctor, MD. He wrote this book, how to raise your child's financial IQ, the most important things. Uh, and so it's 64 pages long, pretty sure you can get through it in a a relatively short amount of time. Uh, but it helps kids and grandkids, uh, understand sort of the basic principles of money and how money works. Uh, and, and so again, it's John Lim, L I M. 
how to raise your child's financial IQ, the most important things. You can just go on Amazon or if you Google it. There used to be a free PDF on the web, I think because we had so many of our listeners download it. That we, went away. We still have it. I have a copy of the PDF. All right. Well, email Josh and he'll he'll uh, get it out to you. Just go, go to our website, Northwest Squadron Wealth, and just say, Josh, email me the PDF. I mean, I'm looking at the PDF right now uh, of the book, and, and so I guess I could photocopy it, but it's better <laughs> if Josh just emailed it to you. Yeah. So um, he, we talked about this in the last segment, but um, the the funny and ironic thing today. So th- you know, one of the reasons Josh and I are like, wait, higher for longer. Why would the Fed be cutting rates? Is that financial conditions here in the United States are easier or looser, however you want to look at it, than when the Fed started to raise interest rates in March of 2022. So think about that for a second. When the Fed started raising rates, money was tighter than it is today in the United States. And so with inflation ticking up last month, how is the Fed supposed to look at that? We have easy money, easier money supply than or easier money um, policy right now than we had when we started raising rates. Inflation ticked up last month. I mean, to me, it's like, why in the heck would we be considering uh, cutting rates anytime in 2024? Um, and I think what's going to happen is, you know, there's these there's the market's prediction of when the Fed's going to start to cut rates. And every time we get closer to that date, the rate, that percentage drops to zero. That's going to keep happening, I think, as we move yeah. forward in 2024. Unquestionably. We'll, we'll be at September by May. Yeah, and then in sept- September, we'll be in March. <laughs> All right, well, let's take up some emails. We got an email from Jeff, Jeff with a G. Uh, I recently switched jobs and realized that I have multiple 401k accounts from prior employer- employers over the years that needed to be consolidated when I reached out to my current employer's 401k administrator to understand that rollover process. They said I would actually need to have paper checks mailed to me from each of my prior employees and then arrange to mail the checks to them. So what Jeff's talking about is he wants to move his old 401ks into his current 401ks. Um, He says, we're talking about four checks totaling a very substantial amount of money. Uh, They said there's no other way to process the rollovers. I cannot understand why we're dealing with such an archaic process in this day and age. Should I be worried or should I go ahead and take care of this now since I don't seem to have much say in the process? (laughs) It it, it does seem archaic, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to believe that in 2024 – I mean, some companies have – some 401k providers – now we'll do a uh, an electronic transfer of the funds, but there's no such thing as an ACH from a 401k into an IRA you or still a new have to 401k. call up and liquidate the positions and move to cash and yeah. yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing for me that's most frustrating is that you know when you think about um, let, let's say you're you have your money at. Um, at Edward Jones and you want to move it to Northwest Quadrant, for example, <laughs> uh, we would do what's called an ACAT transfer. So we would move all the securities you have at Edward Jones in kind, and you would never be out of the market. You'd stay invested. You don't have to sell everything. Um, in a 401k plan, what Josh just described is everything in the 401k account has to be sold. And then in a lot of times, like Jeff's talking about, a check gets cut and then sent to wherever, you know, into an IRA or into to the new 401k. And that that process where your money can be out of the market sometimes is over a month. Um, and, and that's still the system here in the United States. It's, it's unbelievable to me that that's true. If you work for, for like a government, like per, you know, and you have a PERS IEP account, that process can be like way longer than that where your money's out of the market. So everything else has gone to moving the money electronically and never not being in the market. It's crazy to us that that doesn't happen in the 401k world. So Jeff, yeah, that is unfortunately the case. Your your plan administrator was not lying to you. Um, you might consider, uh, instead of moving it to your current 401k, opening an IRA at a custodian um, if you're, if you're going to do it yourself, like a Schwab, and they will help you do it. Uh, but yeah, most likely the checks are going to be mailed. They can, in a lot of cases, have those checks mailed directly to the new custodian like a Schwab or a Fidelity. I know when we do a, a rollover for a client um, from an old retirement account, um, we just have the checks sent here, and the check has the client's name for the benefit of and the new account number. So, uh, But, yeah, it is crazy that that's the process that still exists. Uh, this email comes from uh, Carolyn. That's my mother-in-law's name. I'm considering converting an old 401K to a Roth IRA. Will the gains from the 401K account be treated as capital gains? 
Uh, and can you convert 401k plans you no longer participate in, or can you convert both current and former 401k? So Carolyn's wondering uh, how if if she can con- converts a Roth or, or old 401k to a Roth IRA, how that's tax going to be taxed? Uh, it, you need to get them uh, for simplifications purposes. I would consolidate them all in one place, and then you can do uh, your Roth conversion. But it's an ordinary income liability. Uh, you know, again, we always talk about this, but you have the option to pay the taxes internal to the conversion. Uh, so do the withholding and the resulting amount that ends up in your Roth is going to be way less than you converted. Or uh, in a best, best case scenario, you can pay the tax liability external to the conversion uh, with cash on hand. Uh, and that you know means that the amount that you converted is going to end up being the same amount in the Roth. Uh, but you're going to have a big tax bill uh, at the end of the year when you file, so uh, keep some cash on hand to, to take care of that. But uh, that's the way to do it. And yes, it's ordinary income; it's not a capital gain. Yeah. So, and then your your second part of your question is: um, Can you uh, convert both current and former? You, usually, if you're participating in a current, you can't convert it while you're participating. Um, you can just change where you're contributing to in the current. So most uh, plan providers now have a a traditional option and a Roth. So you just switch your contributions to the Roth. Um, And and Carolyn, you don't have to do it all at once, right? So we tell people, we have lots of clients that do conversions uh, based on their recommendation from their CPA or or us. Uh, And so, you know, Carolyn, let's say you have a, a ton of money in your traditional 401k and you want to over time convert it, you can say, okay, I'm going to convert this much per year. So I know what my tax liability is going to be. I'm going to keep myself under the next tax bracket, those kind of things. Uh, you don't have, it's not an all or nothing thing. And there's no time limit by which you have to get that conversion. So thanks for that question. All right. That is our show this week. We appreciate you spending some time with us. Remember, buy low, sell high. We'll see you next week. listening to partners of Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management on the radio show Financial Focus. Remember, you can email or call with your questions anytime during the week. Visit northwestquadrantwealth.com for more information. See you next week on Financial Focus. Any opinions expressed herein are given in good faith and are subject to change without notice and are only correct at the stated date of issue. Past performance is not always indicative of future results. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Securities, financial instruments, or strategies mentioned may not be suitable for all investors. Prices, values, or income from an investment mentioned in this report may fall against the interest of the investor, and the investor may get back less than the amount invested. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and is not intended as a recommendation of particular securities, financial instruments, or strategies to you. Before acting on any recommendation on this material, you should consider whether it's suitable for your particular circumstances and, if necessary, seek professional advice.